Fit for Life Radio, coming back at you after a little hiatus from popular demand. Mm. Is That's a, at least what we tell ourselves. Yeah, we just say that the people wanted it, so. Back on the airwaves. We're back. So today we're here, myself, Gary, and Will. What's up? And we are going to be, just going to dive right in, we're going to talk about a common question, a common thing on people's minds, a source of lots of confusion, which is, quote unquote, what's the best diet? All right, so. What is the best diet? What is the best diet? Now, really there is no best diet. Uh, What people think or want there to be is just this blanket rule uh, that just fixes all their problems. So, you know, right now the popular one is the keto diet, right? So, um, but let me propose this situation to you, which we all know. So how is it that you can meet someone who says, oh my gosh, you know, I, I went vegan and I lost a ton of weight. I feel so much better. My knees started aching. It's the greatest thing ever, right? Then literally you could the next day or the same day talk to someone else who said, oh my gosh, I, I went and did a carnivore diet. I lost a ton of weight. I feel so much better. I have more energy. My knees stopped hurting. This is amazing. You have to do it. And then you think, hmm, the vegan diet literally is a diet where you cut out all animal foods. Just straight opposite. Then the carnivore diet is literally a diet where you cut out all plant foods. But then people talk, you know, there's success stories with all of them, right? So, and then obviously then you have your paleo diet, your you know, Mediterranean diet, your, you know, all your juicing cleanse diet, your, mm-hmm. you know, a million different things. So then this can be overwhelming. And what really happens is people bounce around between all the extremes uh, or they'll do it until they can no longer do it and return back to their old habits. Mm-hmm. So what's really going on here? Uh, so to kind of answer it right away, the, the best diet is, there is no best diet overall. It's really finding what's sustainable uh, for you, right? So what's going on with these diets? Why can two polar opposite diets have the same positive benefits and effects on people? Uh, well, it simply breaks down to, you know, there is no magic foods. It's basically principles. And if you, here's the thing, the f- specific foods typically, that's not what drives health. Our body composition drives health. So if you think of an area, uh, an arrow and you have Food, and then that's pointing to body composition. So our food, controlling our food intake affects our body composition, and then our body composition has the biggest effect on our health, right? So that's why you can have two polar opposite diets, and really what what, go, what happened is the people lost weight, so then when you lose weight, your knees and body aches are probably going to feel better because... There's less weight to carry around with you all day. Um, you're eating less, so you have less digestive stress. Your body can have you know more time and energy to do other things it needs to do, uh, and they got it got you in a calorie deficit, which is how you lose weight, right? So that those are the principles. That's what you want to find out. So really, the best diet for you is any diet where you can get in a calorie deficit and sustain it and it's and it's livable right we too many people think oh fat loss diet i got to be on this special diet to lose fat and then i can just go back to what i'm doing well no really whatever 
every we're always on a diet no matter like yeah, whatever you're eating now you eat. exactly so if right now you eat pop tarts for breakfast uh mcdonald's for lunch and a peanut butter sandwich for dinner like you're dieting that's your diet it's just too many calories diet. yeah <laughs> that's and, what it is. and it's a 13 year old's diet but um you know so really you know and if say you're 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 eating like that and maybe you snack or do whatever and you're 220 pounds then your diet is supporting a 220 pound body weight right so really when you're like oh i'm gonna i need to lose weight and you go on this diet that's and you start losing weight uh eventually like you'll you know that diet then may you you may get down to 180 and stay there so that's the diet that in the calorie intake that it takes to maintain that new body weight to be that new person so you have to understand anything you do what we like to say is what gets you there keeps you there. So if you don't feel like you can sustain what's what you're doing to get there, then it's probably not going to work long term. So that's something you definitely want to think about, right? So, um, you know, and here's the thing, right? We're not that doesn't mean any diet's bad, right? So if you do a carnivore diet or you do a vegan diet and you hop hop on it and you love it and you it's easy, you love the foods you get to have and you know by cutting out certain foods it just makes it easy you know just i don't eat these foods and that helps get me in a calorie deficit and it's that's awesome that's the best diet for you like you're it's sustainable right but if you're someone who kind of does one of those diets and you hate it and you're miserable but then you feel bad like oh i I need to feel miserable i need to be suffering no you don't you know you can there's going to be trade-offs. You're going to have to get in a calorie deficit. You're ultimately going to have to eat less, but you can still include uh, favorites, you know? So I think people get like too, too married to thinking that there's something about like the keto diet, like a magic thing about it is what makes you lose weight. And same thing with the carnivore, the vegan, like I, because I stopped eating meat or, you know, only ate meat whatever it is like that's the magic pill when really the like you said they're all just ways to get in a calorie deficit and that's the only magic that there ever was and will be is that you're just eating less food so you know kind of not tying yourself so much to you know if i'm not eating vegan i'm gonna stop losing weight or you know if i'm eating the carnivore diet and i have carbs i'm magically gonna gain a bunch of weight really it's just you know, how do I eat less and maintain that? And, you know, you were, you were saying find what what works. Like, that's it. That's literally all it is. Find what you can sustain. And it, you know, if your best friend does great on keto and you find that doing keto makes you binge eat on the weekends just because, you know, you're like, oh, my God, I, you know, I need carbs or whatever it may be, then maybe keto is not for you. And that's cool. It's all right. It works for one person. doesn't work for another person. Find what helps you get into a calorie deficit, and that's really all that matters. And it takes some trial and error. You might do something and realize, you know what? Maybe this isn't for me because when I did it, I found that I had a hard time not overeating or whatever it may be. So it's definitely for some people, yeah, they might get it right the first try, but it's just test and retest and you know, use your experience as data. You know, did I do well? Did I not? If you didn't, figure out what do I need to do to do better next time. Yep. And then to kind of go on the other extreme, so then you get these people who 
go on the try to you know perfect diet or whatever 100% whole foods and all this stuff and and cut out everything and that's the magic processed foods are bad well it's not that processed foods are bad it's just that they tend to make it easier to overeat right um so let's go with a, a couple examples of extreme kind of on the other end um of some processed food diets and, and experiments and studies that people did. So in 2010, this uh, prof- nutrition professor at Kansas, Mark Hobb, he limited his uh, calorie intake to 1,800 calories a day, which for most men, guys, that's going to put them in a slight deficit. That's about actually what we suggest uh, to lose weight. Uh, so every day he consumed a can of green beans, a multivitamin, and protein shake. So that way he's kind of getting his minimum micronutrients and and some minimum key macronutrients, which is the protein micronutrients is like, you know, vitamins and minerals. So so that was one third of his diet. Then the other two thirds was literally uh, a Twinkie or Hostess sugary cake and as well as Doritos, sugary cereals and Oreos eaten throughout the day. So majority of his diet was junk food. He did it for two months straight. And he lost 27 pounds. (laughs) So people be like, but you were eating sugar. You know, how does that? It doesn't matter. He was in a calorie deficit, right? So, and then you would say, oh, but he ate a bunch of junk food. That's not good for his health. Uh, Well, he also was getting blood work done. And with the 27 pound weight lost, his LDL, which is bad cholesterol, dropped 20%. Uh, His LDL or H, sorry, HDL, good cholesterol, increased by 20%, and he reduced triglyceride levels by 39%. Uh, and this was all eating a diet, basically, that was almost completely junk food, uh, and his body fat dropped 10%. Uh, so then there's another story. John Cisna, a science teacher, documented himself in 2015, eating McDonald's every single day. He kept to a daily 2,000-calorie limit, but his food choices were whatever he wanted. So, you know, he had fries, Big Macs, soda. Did this for six months. He lost over 60 pounds by the end, and all his health markers, so the blood work, uh, improved. Uh, so he also he kind of had a, a big belly. It went down to nice and flat. Obviously, that you know, when you lose 60 pounds, that's a good side effect. Um, along with that, back pain, knee pain, ulcers all disappeared um so yeah so that that's another example a third last one we'll kind of go over is uh this guy anthony so not as scientific he's a a youtuber from colorado but he also YouTube did is a, science <laughs> youtube is the new science yeah he did an experiment where he ate 2,000 calories a day worth of, oh, diego would like this coach mm-hmm. diego he ate 2,000 calories a day worth of ice cream along with 500 calories of either protein or alcohol, he did this. <laughs> he did protein or alcohol. That's like two, two. Because they're they're things. real similar. <laughs> so he did this for a hundred uh. days, and after it was all said and done, lost thirty two pounds and had some abs. So Diego should do all ice cream for like <laughs> three months. He could do it. Uh, oh, no just that. keep that calorie in check. So, in his blood work, all improved. Nothing but positive health improvements. Blood lipids improved. Cholesterol. Uh, triglycerides, blood glucose decreased despite eating basically Ben and Jerry's every day. So, what you know, again, what this ta- we're not saying then go on the extreme and just do this because uh, 
again, it's really because those foods do make you want to eat more, you know. So it's very hard to sit down with half a cup of ice cream, right? So (laughs) two bites. (laughs) So that's so really what we're getting at is it's you know you can include those foods. Uh, It's just about your overall awareness and controlling your total calorie intake, you know, and and not going overboard. So, um, but you know, so again, making trade offs and finding that balance, right? So, but. In the end, I think we all want to look good and feel good. And what we want to get across is that, you know, really the key to better health and improving your blood markers uh, and your in your body composition is controlling your total intake, right? Not the specific foods. There's no magic foods. Nope. You know, even the healthy whole foods, right? Like, you know, if you don't like chicken breast, then eat something else. You yeah. know, if, if you don't really like meat, then eat you know there's a way you can combine veggies and and have a plant-based diet there's no one food that if you don't get it you're just not going to lose weight like it just doesn't work that way it's not like oh if you don't eat spinach you're not going to lose any weight well plenty of people lose weight without really eating much green to begin with not that i'm advocating for it but people get a little caught up thinking you know like oh i have to eat salad all the time um and i could do a whole podcast on i eat salad but um yeah, like not thinking that you have to eat one thing or you're completely missing out or there's like a secret fat burning food or, you know, something wild like that. It's just changing your habits. Yeah, yeah. Eat, it, eat a little bit less. For most people, it's awareness, right? Like uh, met with someone the other day and, you know, they were, you know, going over their stuff and they were like feeling really guilty about their like two or three donuts they would have on Saturdays, you know, with the family. But then we dug in more and it's like, all right. You have three do- three donuts on the weekend. Like that's you know, you know, say they're three hundred calories each, so that's nine hundred calories. But then digging a little more, they pour. You know, when he cooks his eggs every morning, he pours oil in the pan. Doesn't measure it or anything. It's kind of heavy handed with it. So a good heavy handed pour of oil is going to be about at least three hundred calories. That's being conservative because yep. a tablespoon's almost two hundred. So you, does that six days a week? So that's. Three, three, six, nine, twelve, fifteen, eighteen. 18. That's eighteen hundred calories, right? So but really, you, you would never know you're eating. Exactly. So he's like beating himself up over, you know, the donuts and an experience he enjoys with his family. When really he could just change the habit of switch to like a, a quick spray with the spray stuff instead of pouring oil in the pan, and that's going to move him closer to lowering his calories, getting a calorie deficit, losing weight, improving his health markers, and all that. Right. So it's really, you know, it's. You know, and that's comparing, okay, olive oil, which is touted as this amazing health elixir um, versus donuts, right? But actually, cutting out the oil habit would be better for his overall health and body composition. So it's like finding those little trade-offs and pockets in your diet to, to get you in the calorie amount you need to support the body weight you, you, you're, you're shooting for. Um, and then finding, you know, those trade-offs you have to make. So those, like those hidden calories and like, we'll call them like the here and there's like, those are really what get people and they're not aware of, like you said, like oil. Okay. Mm -hmm. Oh, it's just a little bit of oil. Not, it's not a lot. That's, you know, barely any calories people will think. Um, or just, you know, a ton of mayo on a sandwich versus like a, a light layer. That might be the difference of another 200 calories or whatever it is. And those add up. And, you know, you do that across the day, across the week. Mm-hmm. That's an extra couple thousand calories probably across a week that you really had no idea you were eating 
um, and that you didn't know you could really cut back on and make a difference. So, you know, those really get you and it's just being aware of them and checking in and being honest with yourself. You know, if you're not losing weight, you know, their calories are somewhere, wherever, I don't mm-hmm. know where they are, but, um, you know, they, they can be sneaky like that with oils and, and whatnot. And I've talked to, um, work with somebody in the recent amount of time who had no idea how much oil they were eating. And that was a big one cutting yeah. back on that and only tracking the oil really and starting to lose weight because of just bringing that awareness to, you know, how much they ate daily. And that made a big difference. Yep. Another example, you know, with the client is, uh, he was like, you know, wanting to lose weight, stalled out and was like, um, oh, you know, my wife cooks these really good dinners and I think, I think I'm going to get those up, you know, and I enjoy it. I like not having to think or like have some boring meal. But I was like, well, let's let's dig in a little, look at other stuff. And, you know, quickly we got in and found out, well, he has a jar of peanuts that he, he has at his work. And he would eat those in between meals and just randomly grab them. Like, who knows how many he ate a day? He said he would just kind of eat them mindlessly, right? I was like, well, let's cut that out, right, first. You know, is that a trade-off you can make? Like, you cut out that so that you don't have to change anything about dinner or your wife's meals? And he said, yeah, and then goes about, and two weeks later, he's, yeah, lost, you know, four pounds, right? So that was like putting him in a calorie surplus and cutting those out, especially since it was a daily thing. And, you know, a handful of peanuts, again, is about close to 200 calories. So you're grabbing four a day, not thinking nothing of it because it's not a regular meal. You know, that's just a couple. Yeah, that's 800 calories right there a day. So you do that five days a week, six days a week. It's a lot, a lot of calories you have, you know, uh, to account for. Yep. So, and, as you notice, we're talking about, you know, these fat-based foods. It's not that fat's bad. It's just that it's calorie dense, right? So one gram of protein is four calories. One gram of carbohydrate is four calories. One gram of fat is nine calories. So it's just easy to get your calories bumped up. That's why, like, um, a lot of times when, you know, people bash carbs, they're not really bashing just carbs because most people aren't I've never met someone who's like just eating plain rice and plain potatoes and are like, oh, I'm struggling. And overdoing <laughs> you know, it. You know, I'm, I'm gaining it. weight. It's how do we eat? You know, we normally eat carbs and fats together, so they just end up being a calorie bomb, right? So when someone's like, oh, I cut out carbs and lost weight, then you talk to them, it's like, well, what car- they ate French fries, right? Well, French fries aren't just carbs. Like, yeah, it's a potato that's fried in oil, right? So m- half or more than half of the calories... Uh, from french fries are from fat calories right so it's fat and carbs you know so or when someone has a uh, baked potato or you know then it's also tons of sour cream and butter on it right which again are, are fat calories bacon. exactly so you know you see where we're getting at um again not that so carbs aren't bad fats aren't bad not you know just too, too, calories too much bad. of anything is bad right so too much chicken breast could be bad um too much broccoli could be bad. It, yeah. Now it'd be really hard to eat Have you ever that met much broccoli. Who ate too much chicken breast? So yeah, I haven't. <laughs> so you know the key takeaway is to you have to be, for what is the best diet is to be more mindful of everything you eat. You know that's why sometimes tracking for a little while, plugging in to something like My Fitness Pal is good because it just makes you more aware and. Again, that's not perfect either because sometimes we 
plug in the wrong things and people get really uptight about hitting exact numbers and there's a, it's a skill and it takes practice too but in general once you start journaling or logging you all the, the real magic is that you just start making better decisions yeah. anyways and it's you not that you're consistent too with what you're doing yeah it's not that you're hitting a perfect calorie amount it's that you're now thinking like oh i've got to log this like should i eat it and then you say no more right the real answer a simple answer is you, you just need to say no more right so um that that's the key so now some of these like popular diets are good because they have very strict rules that make it easy to say no right so if you're like i can all no carb foods whatsoever so then all of a sudden yeah you cut out more than half your diet well what do you think is going to happen like yeah you're going to lose weight it's not because those foods that are allowed are magic it's really the typically the magic's more in what you don't eat more than what you do eat so it's just that you're eating less right so you could simply you could simply not change anything you eat at all eat the same stuff you currently eat and just eat a little bit less of everything and you're gonna be good that could take a lot of people a long way yeah i mean that's mostly what it is and it's just you know another one's like you're just gonna be a little hungry you know you stop eating as much food you're gonna want the same amount and you have to be okay with that yep so so for most people a good balance is you know not getting too like devoted to some cultish diet because then you start getting issues with like you start thinking certain foods are bad and if you have them you freak out and it develops eating disorders and all tons of stuff is more to just you know again it's boring it's moderate it's basic but you know have the base of your diet be whole foods and then have you know some treats from time to time and and just be mindful of snacking and and everything you eat and that's really a good place to start yeah don't get married to your method that's it just because then yeah and then just feel bad chip away at things you enjoy and that are livable and sustainable right so again like we said for some people that is plant-based for some people maybe it is carnivore um you know again most people are going to find moderation to be a good place so a little you know it's usually a bell curve people are going to follow the extremes but most people are going to be in the middle where they can sustain um so it's a good place for for most people to try to exist yeah and you know if you're if you're overweight the answer you can't the one thing you're not going to be able to avoid is like you're going to have to eat less you know or drink less don't forget liquid calories count the same so you know somewhere you're going to have to do less of something like that's unavoidable that's the trade-off and and losing weight requires to be hungry some that means you're in a deficit so hunger is not an emergency we've talked about that a lot before yes but those are all, all things you can deal with i think the main key is understanding from the get-go the jump that the best diet is really for you to figure out for yourself and that don't don't fall into the traps and the extremes they're typically not sustainable and if it's not sustainable again what what gets you there keeps you there so it more than likely can get you there but it's not going to keep you there and that's really the goal right no one wants to just lose 20 pounds we want to lose 20 pounds and never gain it back right that's at least what i think and i know the people we work with what their goal is so so hopefully that helps yeah hopefully get you back back on your fit for life radio kick Mm -hmm. we'll be back every week well Uh, let's let's maybe not every week we don't we don't want to make promises we can't keep Mm, i can keep any promise we'll fall you know then we fall off for for six months (laughs) find what's sustainable right but yeah so we'll be back and have guests on and other coaches and 
topics that you guys want to hear and from just, you know, stuff that we talk, you know, conversations we end up having with clients. We'll try to try to share that we think will help with everyone on here. Yeah. And yeah, any feedback, just let us know. You can leave us a message online. Um, you can come by and see us in, in the gym. Yep. At Coastal Strength and Fitness. Yell at us, whatever you want to do. Yeah, we take that pretty well. All right. So if you can, remember, if you enjoyed it, to leave a leave a review on iTunes. We appreciate that. And we will be back with some more some more jazz here in the future we'll see you all right guys have a good one as always thanks for listening guys if you want to learn more check us out at coastalfitnessva.com or garydeagle.com we'll see you next time